So today we're talking about how always looking on the bright side can give you a business edge, how to use your circumstance to find your passion, and why profit first is not always the best strategy. Free Life Friday starts now. It's Free Life Fridays, everyone. Inspiration, motivation, everything you need to live a free life. This is part of the Be Empowered podcast series brought to you by Bank Mobile, America's first fee-free bank with a mission to make banking affordable, effortless, and financially empowering. Now here's your host and financial empowerment coach, Ash Cash. Okay, so welcome to another awesome episode of Free Life Friday, where we are looking to inspire and motivate you with the stories of some awesome people, some movers and shakers. And I have another exciting guest with me. We have Alexandra Skaponovic, and I know I didn't say that right, but we have Alexandra on the line with us. She is the managing director of Ideal Properties Group, a leading real estate firm specializing in premier brownstone Brooklyn neighborhoods, including Park Slope, Carroll Gardens, and Brooklyn Heights, as well as Williamsburg, Gowanus, and other sought-after locations throughout the borough. The firm was founded in 2007 by Alexandra and her partner, Eric, who identified a need to build a technological, innovative infrastructure for sales and rentals in key Brooklyn neighborhoods. Alexandra is responsible for business development, and since founding the company, she has helped develop its foundation and technological edge, set its mission, and implement a clear vision. Today, Alexandra continues to formulate ideal property strategies, identifies and monitors the markets, works at upholding the company's values, oversee hiring and marketing, and assists her partner in setting ideal properties direction and building its culture by creating an exciting and supportive environment for brokers to work. Ladies and gentlemen, Alexandra, how are you today? Fine, you Thank you for having me. No, my pleasure, my pleasure. So I want to start with this vision that you and your partner, Eric, had because you literally took all of your life savings to start this company in a spare bedroom in your brownstone, and now you have offices in Cobble Hill, Gowanus, Park Slope, and Williamsburg, and a staff of over 150 highly trained real estate brokers and salespeople, not to mention that you started this business during a time where the housing market was crashing, what did you see that made you willingly take such a big risk? And did you have any doubts that this business would be successful? I guess to uh, set the record straight, first and foremost, there's actually uh, a little bit over 200 of us now, um, uh, rather than 150. Um, But that said, that's a very, very good question. Um, for me personally, it was really simple. Um, all I saw was Brooklyn and uh, at the time, and I sensed this deep embedded energy of a borough that was ready to transition into a worldwide known brand. So some places in the world, as you know, and, and I'm sure that your audience can agree, just have that. For me, standing in Dumbo, for example, I don't know how much you know about Dumbo, but underneath the two bridges in uh, Brooklyn, for example, um, you feel that these are the bridges that not only connect Brooklyn and Manhattan, there's not a more urban place in this world than you can possibly be. 
there is that quintessential visceral experience that compares to virtually no other. And to that, you can add the serenity of the Prospect Park, the sleepy dimension of, say, Windsor Terrace, the stately air of brownstone and limestone townhouses lining the blocks of Park Slope and Carroll Gardens. So you kind of understand very quickly that Brooklyn has something for everyone. Um, there's a sense of scale. There's a sense of humanity. There's a sense of community that eludes Manhattanites, or for that matter, any urban dweller across the world. Um, so when I moved to Brooklyn, um, I realized that, uh, um, and I kind of felt that my true business calling was right there. Um, and I felt that this would be an amazing epicenter for my business building efforts. So I just knew. No, absolutely. And you sound very passionate about Brooklyn. And I love that passion. But was it frightening at all just knowing that the market was going in the opposite direction, it was tanking, it was right in the midst of it. Was it frightening at all, or just having this confidence was enough to say, I'm willing to take the chance? I think for me, it was more, I guess a better word to describe uh, how I felt was exciting. You have to remember, I actually came to New York City from a war zone in Bosnia and Herzegovina, where I was a war journalist. And so... For someone who has just been through a very destructive, you know, emotional and physical and visual experience, starting a business in New York City and Brooklyn was really an exciting endeavor rather than something that uh, in any way, shape or form required fear. So I had no fear. I just had ultimate confidence. And it felt like I was just in the right place at the right time. No, absolutely. And, and talk to us a little bit about that, right? So you mentioned, you know, early in your career, you were an editor. Talk to us a little more about how has that led you into a career of real estate? Well, uh, I worked as a, like I said, a, as a journalist and an editor in Bosnia. Um, and after the war ended in 1995, um, I stayed on and uh, I uh, worked for a few non, non-for-profit agencies. Um, and the Office of the High Representative in Bosnia. That was a body that was put in place by the signing of the Dayton Peace Agreement. And uh, he was really in charge of rebuilding the country from within. Um, And so I stayed on. And, uh, you know, when you live in a city that's so thoroughly ravaged by a war, um, you are daily exposed to buildings and interiors, really, that are so violently torn from existence. and they kind of both functionally and visually become these distant memories of their, their former selves. So that experience for me personally, what it did to me, it left me not only longing for peace, clearly, every day, but also it left me with this profound belief in architecture and the built world as a symbol of perseverance and the human need to rebuild and move on. So, you know, coming to, coming to New York City and coming to Brooklyn, with that background, at least internally, um, you know, it's really easy to see or, or identify in one a need to actually build. So I was just ready to build. <laughs> no, absolutely. That's, that, is, that is very inspiring and powerful. I, and, and what would you say was the most difficult part of building your business? You know, I quite often get that question. And maybe it's because, you know, it happened so quickly. It happened so fast on our end. I, I don't remember a lot of challenges. I remember that the markets were really crumbling all over the place. And we just felt that 
that, you know, we had the energy, we had the know-how, we, we had an interest, and that we just were not going to give up on our market and on the borough. And uh, I don't remember um, anything that was really, really challenging, except for, of course, um, trying to understand the market and put your, your finger on its pulse. That was, I would believe, the, the hardest part. Financially, for some reason, you know, we just poured our hearts and souls and all of our finances into the effort. And uh, it was never, at least for us from the very beginning, it was never about making a profit. It was actually first about making a platform and being able to exist and, you know, technologically advance. And we just knew that if we did that right and well, that we would be on the path to something other than a little bedroom in Prospect Heights in Nebraska, two people typing on a computer. And, and you were right. You were, you were absolutely right. In listening to you, I realized that you had confidence, you had determination going into it. So how important is it for anyone going into any business venture to be confident, to be determined, and to just give it all they have? I think, at least on my end, and, and I can uh, you know see that for a lot of other people, the first thing for me that you have to have, you have to have that lack of fear. You have to strip yourself of fear. There's literally nothing to, to, to fear. I think that almost wanting to fail, or not just really wanting to fail, but not having a, a fear in you from failure is what, what's really required. Because if you're paralyzed by that fear, like, oh, well, what if I fail? You know, how am I going to cope? What are my friends going to, to think? How is my family going to look at me? then you're just really never going to find that inner strength and that motor to actually keep you uh, moving forward. No, absolutely. And at this point in your career where you're successful, like you said, you have over 200 licensed real estate agents in your office, what is the most exciting part of what you do every day? Well, I get to work uh, with people who are transitioning into being successful pretty much every day. And, uh, I, I get to help them put that finger on the pulse of our market. That's something, it's almost like creating a life um, on a professional scene that I always find very exciting. Wow, that's awesome. That's awesome. And are there any days that you feel discouraged or unmotivated? And if so, what do you do to re-motivate yourself? You know, I hate to admit that. I know that that's almost politically incorrect, but uh, I am one of those terribly optimistic people that never feels down. I just, I just don't come to spots where I start doubting and challenging, you know, finding challenges uh, unmanageable. And I've never found it difficult to hold on to my motivation. Rather, I, even today, I find it difficult to keep my motivation in check. Um, I find myself working around the clock, finding it really difficult to stop working around the clock or, or thinking about the new ways to to build business. Um, I'm one of those people when I take a shower in my, in my bathroom, there is a plastic curtain that surrounds my tub and I have a marker in my tub in case something comes to mind. So like you said, it's very (laughs) difficult to to keep that motivation at check uh, because sometimes it will interfere with my, my daily, you know, activities. It's hard to have a private life. I guess that would be the challenge, finding time to be, someone else outside of the business and be who you are uh, without work. Um, and, you know, we, we do have a small child. We have a, a little girl who uh, 
deserves her mommy more so than her mommy's back sitting at a computer all the time. So I guess that would be one of the, the challenges that I that I could identify. But other than that, you know, it's very hard for me to find myself, you know, facing a wall and not knowing what to do. Wow. Appreciate it. All right. Last question. This is the Free Life Friday podcast where we give our listeners the inspiration they need to pursue their dreams in order to live a free life. What advice would you give to anyone who is pursuing their dream? Um, obviously, from everything that we have spoken about so far, my first advice would be do not stop. There is no adversity in this life that you should ever want to use as an excuse. And obviously from that comes develop a focus and persist at it. And uh, success will not elude. Wow, Alexandra, I have to say this had to be one of my most inspiring interviews. I truly Truly appreciate your wisdom. Uh, if somebody wanted to connect with you on social media or via your website, what's the best way to connect with you? You are too kind. I appreciate your words very much. Um, the best way to contact me is to either go to our website, which is IPG for Ideal Properties Group, right? So IPG.NYC. And then from there, you can find all of our office phone numbers. You can leave a message from me and I will get back to you. All right. Thank you so much for being a guest on our Free Life Friday podcast. I truly appreciate you, Alexandra. My pleasure. Good luck with everything. So there you have it, Alexandra Skopanovic, Managing Director of the Ideal Properties Group, giving us some words of wisdoms. Here are some key takeaways. One, you can turn any circumstance into triumph. It's not really what happens to you. It's how you view what happens to you. If you look on the bright side and use your circumstance as strength, you can accomplish anything you put your mind to. Two, you have to strip yourself of fear. Don't get paralyzed by it. Instead, use it to gain your inner strength. Lastly, never stop. There is no adversity that can stop you from achieving your dream. You just have to keep going, stay focused, and anything that you want will be yours. I am Ash Cash. Thank you so much for tuning in to this episode of Free Life Friday. Make sure you subscribe to us on iTunes. Tell a friend to tell a friend. I'll see you next time. Thank you for tuning in to Free Life Fridays brought to you by Bank Mobile. Be sure to visit us at bankmobile.com and follow us everywhere at Bank Mobile. And don't forget to use the hashtag livefreebankfree. Bank Free.